You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 186, Rebellion. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right, welcome back to another episode. I wanted to thank everybody for leaving me such awesome reviews on iTunes, and so I'm giving away another family planner for a review, and this goes to boymom2851, and it was called Encouraging. She says, I'm so thankful I found this podcast shortly after beginning my homeschool journey. Instead of making me feel like I wasn't doing enough or not doing things the right way, I continue to come back to this podcast because Meg delivers helpful insights in an encouraging and uplifting way. I truly get the feeling she's rooting for us, homeschooling families, and is fighting with us in our corner to stick with it and make it our own. Thank you so much, Boy Mom 2851 Absolutely, I am rooting for you always, always, and always in your corner helping you through it. So thank you so much. Make sure you send me a message, whether Instagram, a DM, or my email, and send me your address, and I will ship you out your family planner. If you would like a chance to win a family planner, please make sure you go over to iTunes, called to homeschool, and leave me a review. So thanks so much. All right, let's talk about rebellion. Were any of you rebellious as a teenager? I sure as heck was. So I understand what it feels like to be a rebellious teen and all those types of things. Um, this is actually inspired. This whole episode was inspired because uh, not too long ago, all my kids got super duper sick and um, I would let them watch a movie and whatnot. And my one daughter wanted to watch the Hunger Games. <laughs> and so we watched the Hunger Games and... Um, not the most um, uplifting story and whatnot, but anyways, you watched it nonetheless. So if you are unfamiliar with Hunger Games, I'm going to give you a quick rundown that I got from IMDb. The nation of Panem is divided into 12 districts ruled by the capital. As punishment for a failed revolt, each district is forced to select two tributes, one boy and one girl between the ages of 12 and 18 to fight to the death in the annual Hunger Games until there is only one survivor. Like I said, not a super uplifting story. So anyways, we watched it and the districts are forced to have two of their children go and fight to the death in the Hunger Games each year. And one year as they go to District 12, Prim is chosen and Prim is a young sister, a young girl and the sister to Katniss Everdeen. And Katniss Everdeen volunteers to go in Prim's place. The nation starts to see Katniss as a figure of hope. Now, the president is worried about this because he said there's only one thing more powerful than fear, and that is hope. Spoiler alert, Katniss and she and PETA win. And PETA is the boy from her district, and she basically stands up to the Capitol and won't kill PETA because they wanted her to kill him so or him to kill her. So there was only one survivor. They said they wouldn't do it. They were going to eat some poisonous berries together. And then the Capitol said, okay, you both can win. So she kind of showed up the Capitol by doing breaking their rules, essentially, to their games. So now people are starting to rebel. 
because they are tired of being held down by the capital. What does the capital do? They try to force harder. They are meaner to the people. They enforce curfew rules. They start terrorizing the people. What do the people do? They rebel more and eventually, over several movies, overthrow the capital. So this made me think of parenting and homeschool and all those things. Because do you run your home like the president of Pan Am, where you want complete control, where you make threats, where you use fear to get your kids to do their chores and to get their schoolwork done? Let me give you a little tip right now. That is going to work when your kids are younger, but eventually, eventually, as your kids grow older, you are going to create a complete pushover who is afraid of you and tries to be in charge of your emotions and just kind of has nervous breakdowns all the time, or you're going to create a rebel. Now, what's interesting that if the president would have just lightened up a bit and allowed the districts more freedom, then there would never have been a rebellion. But instead, he pushed harder. This made me also think of uh, different leaders throughout history. When the U.S. was still under Britain's control, the settlers weren't asking to be an independent nation. They said, if you ever watch Schoolhouse Rock, they said, taxation without representation, that's just not fair, right? So they wanted a representative for their taxes. So they were not asking for all this freedom and for all these things. They were just asking for a representative. But if Britain say, too bad, and started implementing more taxes and making it more difficult, right? Settlers rebelled, dumped the tea, um, the Boston Tea Party, right? They fought, ended up fighting the whole Revolutionary War until the U.S. became a country and we kicked Britain out. If the British would have just simply worked with the people in the Americas, there wouldn't have been a war and Britain could have kept the land. So do you do this in your homeschool? Do you try to force your kids to do their school in a certain way, a certain time, look a certain way? Do you try to force your kids to have their room cleaned in a certain way? Are you critical with them and point out what they are doing wrong? Do you threaten them, take away their stuff or privileges if they don't do what you tell them? If you do, you may find yourself with a rebel. Then what I see what happens when someone has a kid who rebels is that the parents say they have no idea how this happened. Side note, just so you know, all children are allowed their agency. You could be amazing. Your kid could get into drugs, all those types of things. Yes, I get that. What I'm suggesting is putting the odds in your favor to help them stay connected with you so they don't even have a desire to rebel. So if you have a kid who is rebelling or threatening to rebel or run away or do whatever, I want you to take an honest look at yourself and see if you are being a tyrant or if you are trying to control and force things in your home. And if you are, then why? Why are you doing that? I'm guessing it's because there is a fear driving that. And so I want you to get really curious of what the fear is. Are you afraid if your kid wears a certain outfit that people will judge you? Are you afraid that your kid's not going to do anything with their life? They're just going to be a loser. They're not going to do anything cool with their life. They're just going to be a bum in my basement. Are you afraid they're a heathen? They'll pull away from religion. They'll pull away from church. They're, they're going to go and do all these awful things. Are you afraid what other people will say and think? A lot of these things are a fear of that you're not a good enough parent and what how it's going to look for you. I want you to remember that parenting is not a social issue. Stop letting what other people think and say dictate how you parent. 
I often joke that I was never meant to be controlled and that I'm a free spirit. And part of what makes my husband and I work so well together is that neither of us want to be controlled, so we don't try to control the other person. I did, however, very much so wanted to control my children. I wanted them to dress a certain way, have their hair done a certain way, make sure they talk a certain way, and clean a certain way, just to name a few. And as I have let go of trying to control them and work on connecting with them, it allows me to teach them. So this is what's interesting. When you get stuck in this force, this controlling, this like tyrannical mindset, it completely shuts down teaching, right? And so I'm not saying you have to go to the extreme, like, okay, if I'm not going to force them, I just let them do whatever they want, wear whatever they want, all those types of things. Absolutely not. There's always a middle ground, but that would be a completely different podcast episode, right? But as you are connected, it allows you to teach. And when you can teach them, you can guide them and mentor them and be there for them when they do make choices that maybe did not go the way they had planned. Probably just like you have done in your life. And hopefully you had somebody, maybe it wasn't your parents, maybe it was, but had somebody that said, I'll catch you if you fall, right? So I still would love to control. <laughs> I do, honestly. Yes, I would. Um, but I have to fight it all the time. And I have to fight it with thoughts that like, I have thoughts like my way is the best. Um, I know how to handle this, right? I totally have thoughts like that. Like I totally would do this better. So I have thoughts ready. A big one for me is, does this really matter? Uh, I was thinking about this with my, <laughs> when one of my sons got sick, so he'd washed his clothes, all his clean clothes were on his bed. And then a brother came in and for some reason wanted to sleep in that brother's bed. So he threw all the clothes on the floor. So it was just this big mess of clothes. And my son wasn't feeling very well. And instead of like getting mad at him and like, I don't care if you're sick, your room's disgusting. And this is so gross. Instead of those things, does this really matter? And when I said, does this really matter today? It absolutely does not. And when my son got better, guess what? He went and put all his clothes away. Did it happen the day I was hoping it would happen? Nope. But did it eventually happen? Yes. So that's a thought I really like is, does this really matter? Another thought I like is everything works out. Absolutely everything works out. It may not work out the way like you thought, um, or you were hoping that it would work out a certain way, but it will work out. And a lot of times we are trying to get to the same destination, but we're taking different paths and we start freaking out if our kids are on a different path. Like, oh, no, 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 we were supposed to take a car and you're taking a boat. It's like, it doesn't matter because everything works out. Your kid's going to get to the destination they're supposed to get to. So I know it's tempting to force your kids. I know that's so much. And you may even say it's from a noble cause why I'm trying to do this. If I force them to do this, and um, show up in a certain way, then they're not going to have any heartache. They're not going to have any pain. They're not going to have these trials. They're not going to have these obstacles. Well, then they're going to have no growth. Without trials, without obstacles, without things like that, there is no growth. If we just went through life with everything going perfectly the way we think it should be happening and all those types of things, we have no growth. If you think about different obstacles and even dumb choices I made, right, of the growth that came from making those choices. So to think that you are going to save them from heartache, like it's silly. You can't um, unless you keep them locked up in the basement, which actually would just create heartache because then they'd be locked up in a basement, right? So letting go of that thought, like heartache is a part of life. It's part of growth, all those things. So I want to challenge you today to look at yourself and see if you 
I like the president of Pan Am with Hunger Games. <laughs> I really, I'm not crazy about that movie. I think it, it just, it was a little all over the place. Not my, not my jam. Um, or a, a ruler, a dictator, right? Trying to force and control. I want you to really question why. Why are you trying to force and control? What are you trying to make it mean? Um, it, because it doesn't mean that you are a better parent if you try to force your children to look a certain way or do all those things. Um, so often we are so worried about what other people think that we try to force our kids into a certain mold because then we feel like we will be accepted in society or whatever that looks like, then we will look like we're doing a good job, but you get to decide what a good job is. So that's totally free. And whether or not somebody thinks you're doing a good job or not is totally on them. Cause I have people who totally think I have done things wrong parenting. And I just think you might be right, but I don't think so because I'm getting the fruits of my labor. And it's funny. I've actually asked my kids, why none of them have ever rebelled. I have three adult children, two teenagers, two and a half teenagers, and asked them, why have none of you ever rebelled? And they laughed and said, what would we rebel against? Like one of them said, one time I thought about sneaking out. And then I thought, well, where would I even go? And what would I even do? <laughs> so I decided not to. One of my kids wanted to dye their hair pink. And I said, awesome, like, good luck with that, right? So I doesn't mean I haven't ever wanted to control. And it doesn't mean I haven't ever right? But try to come back and see what am I making that mean? And could you do a different story with that? Um, so those are the things I want you to kind of journal today is, let's see, where are my questions? Are, are you trying to use force and control as a parent? And if yes, get very curious as to why. What is the fear driving that control? Then I want you to have some thoughts ready to help you get out of control, like everything works out. All right. I would love to hear what thoughts you come up with. I love to hear different people's thoughts and interpretations with things. So please come on over to Instagram with the hippie mama or send me an email and tell me what some of your thoughts are. Thanks again for the reviews. And if you feel so inclined, I would appreciate another five-star review on iTunes and thanks for sharing. All right, friends. Talk to you next week. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.